Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other's stories and learn from listening. So, Jose Ramos, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. I was excited to interview you. Yeah, I'm excited you. to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you and your everyday life. Um, I just mainly do schoolwork and... <laughs> On the side, I like to learn languages. It's just a fun thing to do. Yeah, I've yeah. I've heard that you know like how many is it now? Um, like four fluently, kind mm-hmm. of. And wow. Yeah. What 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 fluently? Um, English, Spanish fluently. Portuguese is pretty fluent, and my French is pretty well. Yeah, good yeah. for you. What's in it? What's in languages that you love so much? I love being able to connect with people, like using their native language and like seeing how different cultures can interpret the world around them differently. Do you have people with whom you can speak uh, Spanish, Portuguese, and French? Yeah. My family comes from Mexico, so a lot of my family only speaks Spanish. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for me to be able to talk to them, like using Spanish. Of course. So could you tell us a little bit about your family history, I guess? They're from Mexico. Okay, they're from Mexico. Um, Like your parents? Um, Basically everyone in my family except me. Like, we were all born there, but when we left, I was too young to remember it, and I don't have any memories of that, but like my siblings do. They all tell me stuff, and my parents came here. They were originally migrant workers mm-hmm. who moved around a lot, depending on what was in season, what was not, where it was warm, where it was, where it was not. And that really, um, it was hard for them to do that and to have a family, so they just decided, where can we live and have the best life? And they chose here. <laughs> they chose here. So how long ago did they choose that? Did um, they choose here? They started coming to West Michigan in like 1994, I think. And ever since then, it was just like, they'd come here, after a while they'd go back, and then they'd come back, and then they just decided to stay. Aww. So that was before you were born? Yeah. That was before you were born, that they would come. But, but you were born in Mexico. Is that what you said, or did I... I was born here. You were born here. Okay, sorry. On I was putting back. that timeline <laughs> on one of the trips back. Yeah. 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 And then um, and then how is it to have I mean your parents are Mexican that identity for you, Jose. Like how how do you connect with that um, while still being I mean you're Mexican and American and all this heritage. How, do you think that gives you a unique uh, perspective or how, how does that play out in your own I feel like Life. <laughs> the perspective is slightly different than just like the casual American because when I look at things, I don't always look at them in the context of America. I always kind of look at them from like a different worldview, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that just is just profoundly not American. Because mm-hmm. in America, we tend to think of things as us oriented when there are other people in the world and they all have different points of view, they all have different characteristics that make them unique. There is a sentiment among people in this country that are, if you don't look a certain way, if you're not from a certain place, you can't be a part of this nation, and 
that's really not what this country is about. This country is founded for people from other places and just in, it embodies everyone, not just a specific group of people. Your parents, is that part of the conversation at the house? Do your parents feel that too? Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. Tell us about some of the conversation that goes on. Or, you know, how is it, do conflicts come up at home about this kind of stuff? Or They do, but my parents try and stay out of it for the most part because they don't really feel like it's their place since they can't vote yet, but mm-hmm. that's changing soon. Yeah, yeah. Are they working toward citizenship? Yeah, is they that... are. Okay. How long have, has that battle been going on? Um... I think the first time they applied was 2000. Yeah. And That's so yeah. long. What do you understand about, like, the holdups or the, do you, do you know? Like, do you know why, what, 16 years is a long time? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. How has that affected you personally? I mean, it hasn't affected me much, but, like, my parents, since they've started the process, they can't really leave the country mm-hmm. since... They are just on, like, a green card, so that doesn't give them the right to travel freely. So it's affected my parents more because um, my parents both, like, have a lot of siblings, and they couldn't go to funerals or weddings or, like, both of my dad's parents, like, passed away before we came here, so, like, he got to see them, like, in their, like, final days. He got to be there with them. He got to be with his family at their funerals, but then... My mom's dad died a couple years ago, and she said that it was really isolating for her since she's so far away, and everyone that like she grew up with is back home, and she can't be there. So you haven't gone back no. to Mexico? Do you think, I mean, you know, maybe we should have had your parents here too. Yeah. Do you think they're happy with their decision to be here? Oh, definitely. They wanted a better life for us. They wanted us to be able to have an education and they wanted us to be free in every context of the word. Mm. And they just thought we can sacrifice all that we can for our children to be happy. Yeah. And as Spring Lake, West Michigan, Michigan, the United States offered that to you back now to you do you feel that freedom to be who you are is yeah definitely yeah what do your parents do now here um my dad works in construction sometimes and then other times he's a salesman and then my mom works in a hospital very cool Mm -hmm. what do you want to do um i want to be a teacher Um, As I said, I love learning languages, and I want to share that love with other people. Cool. Cool. So uh, at the high school, middle school, high school, or or maybe even earlier, does it matter, do you think? don't He just wants to teach a language. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. That's cool. Is there a specific language you would want to teach, or several languages? I think I'd want to teach Spanish or maybe French. Mm -hmm. Those are my two, like, languages that I have, like, a huge passion for. In regards to studying, I know language, but are there other things you like to study or that you're passionate about? Or um, when you think about 
freedom as uh, the son of Mexican immigrants. Um, how does I mean? I, I don't know how it is to be that. To be that, you know, that's not my experience. I'm so interested in that sense of freedom that feels for me. Um, it's just second nature for me. It's like not even. It's there's no thought to it. Yeah. It's just like yep, that's what I am and what I have. But I don't and know that, if your experience yeah. is different or not. That was a terribly asked question, by the way. But <laughs> I don't even know. If, but the, that sense of freedom is if there's anything. You said, I asked, do you feel that freedom? And you said, oh, yes. But then we kind of moved on, and I'm wondering where you feel that freedom. Um, there are definitely contexts where, like, I don't feel like I have the certain privileges that other people have or that they can enjoy. And, like, when it comes to, like, applying for things, like, there have been studies that have shown, like, that people with, like, foreign-sounding names, like, they're like, what they've worked for aren't really, like, considered as valid as people with more Anglicanized names. Mm-hmm. And, like, that just, like, really is frustrating when it... Because that's, like, the, like, person's, like, origins shouldn't have anything to do with what they can achieve. It's more of what the person is capable of mm-hmm. achieving. And isn't it funny? You don't get to choose your ethnicity or your name... Mm-hmm. So why judge them based on yeah. that? Is that telling of their character? How do you deal with that? So like, what do you? Yeah. So that doesn't. So that's not fairness. That's not right. So what do you? Do, how do you respond to that? Or how do you react to that? Or what do you think your re- response to that uh, needs to be? I mean, how do you? How do you combat that? I feel like the only way to combat it, that is with just pointing it out and saying you shouldn't think that way and that's not right so just basically educating the person acknowledging yeah Yeah. definitely for sure well what else gets you going besides uh so language and what else what else do you love what are your passions and your loves and your joys love like current events like finding out what's happening in other countries and like just seeing how the people are reacting to it who live there. Like, such as what? Um, my, my mom's friends and, like, my aunt kind of went to Venezuela. They went there to help out because the people of Venezuela don't feel like their government is really, like, helping them. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, there are, like, food shortages, and the government has implemented policies that say you can only buy food on these days. So, like, the grocery stores will only have food on those days for short amounts of time. And, like, the lines to get into the stores themselves are long. Yeah. And by the time most people get to the stores, there's no food left, so they can't feed their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did they go there to do, like, to help with? Um, they brought food. They brought medical supplies because the government doesn't supply medical supplies to hospitals like if you go into a hospital you have to bring your own stuff oh my gosh yeah that's crazy is it just me or like have I just not been paying attention to current events or is that like not in the news very often it's not yeah yeah it's not in the news what what why what are your philosophies as to why I feel that we've just grown so accustomed to hearing news that's so 
sad and depressing, so we just try and focus on like other aspects that aren't as depressing but still might be. Uh, Is the government in Venezuela trying to like put a kibosh on publicity or? Yeah, there's been a descent on journalism, so journalists journalists have been like imprisoned and they're like they there was one woman and she was put on house arrest and there could be no contact with the outside like from her house so she was just in her house she couldn't have a computer a phone television it was just her that sounds miserable mm-hmm. yeah especially being a journalist <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jose, who's in your family? Who makes up your family? Mom and dad, we've talked about. Um, There's my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister, and her husband, and their child. Oh, great. And so I know, I know, that's, uh, oh, come on, help me with a name. Gabby. Gabby, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Is she well? Yeah, she's doing really well. And where do they live? Um, they live with us. Oh, cool. That's cool. So how is it being an uncle? It's really good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Tell us about being an uncle. What do you... Um, it's fun. He's really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really playful. He's just starting to walk, so he's getting into a lot of stuff he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I watch him a lot. Yeah. It's fun just to see like, what amuses him at that age. Yeah. Because he's, like, just starting to discover the world around him. Yeah. So it's, like, cute to see. He's, like, grabs something, and then he just, like, looks at it for a couple seconds, and then just, like, either puts it in his mouth or just throws it. <laughs> <laughs> the decision whether I like it or not, should I put it in my mouth or should I throw it away? Uh-huh. <laughs> when you think about, like, obviously you're not, is solely in charge of raising him, but you're a part of that. It mm-hmm. sounds like you're a part of that. And when you think about teaching, so when you think about either raising the next generation or teaching the next generation, what are some major lessons that have to be taught? Like my, to either to your nephew or to students? or My sister has been, like, she's told me that she really wants to, like, focus on teaching him that, like, there are other perspectives that he should be looking at and that he will that there there will always be like people in this world that have a different mindset than him then and he should respect that and has spring lake been good to you yeah good good i have a question have you been in contact have you like met any of your family from mexico yeah i've met a lot of them um they came up a lot of them came up last year for my sister's wedding, mm-hmm. and some came up again for my other sister's funeral, so that was really nice to get to know them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry about Genesis's loss. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, how is that? Uh, do you, if, if you don't mind, can you talk about Genesis a little bit? Yeah. Um, she was, like, my best friend. Um, yeah, it was hard. She was super easy to talk to. I could just tell her anything that was going on. She would give advice, and she'd tell me what she thinks is the right thing to do. And then i just try and listen to what she said the best I could. 
she passed last year. Yeah, last last October. Last October. Mm-hmm. You doing okay? Yeah. Okay. With that. Mm-hmm. And how about your parents? Um, some days are easier than others, and mm-hmm. it's just telling of the day. Mm-hmm. She was a cool, cool kid. <laughs> I like all your, your all your siblings. So. And now you finally got to meet Jose. Now I get to meet Jose. <laughs> That's nice. Good, Jose. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Jose.